righty. Hello, 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 everyone who's joining me today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's uh, so amazing to feel so much more from everybody. I, I am so blessed to participate in your space, in your time, in your day, and it's it's amazing to uh, see the unbelievable advances that we all get to play with. It's I'm, I'm I just cherish every moment that I get to participate with everyone. So thank you for joining us on this show and BBS Radio for. Uh, uh, Blood, sweat, and tears to get this, keep us rolling. Uh, lots of attention on uh, on us uh, sometimes when we uh, go and be our authentic self. And so, I am going to see if there is uh, a co-host today. I have to give a special call out to the co-host because they have an ethnicity that only knows this one call. It's a very rare bird call. It goes like this. I I hope she's on the line. It goes like this. Kalu 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 kalu. Do we have? <laughs> Welcome everybody. Thank you for the bird call, and uh, thank you Q for being here. We're all so grateful for you. I know I am. Well, it is a privilege and an honor to have this time. What kind of bird do you think that is? By the way. I mean, did, did the Mackenzie brothers was is it a real Canadian bird or what? What is it? It doesn't really matter. We love it. Yeah, it's just just come. Um, yeah, maybe uh, we should uh, because uh, what a blessing uh, many of uh, of the actors in comedy and otherwise are to us to teach us about our spirit. Um, John Candy, obviously, just just brilliant, doing his best when. He started learning about the world, and um, man, what what a what a treasure John Candy was in many respects, and and so many other comedians. We should just do a show on um, legacy musicians and actors and comedians. We'll just do a, a show uh, on that alone, and it would be splendid, I'm sure. So, how do you want to play today? Today, I would really enjoy beginning with the title of this show, which will be Super Secrets No More. Whoa. Whoa. I did not plan for any of this, people. So I guess I'm going to get get a, get a thrashing today as usual. Please. I love this. <laughs> love this. Now, can I ask you a question first? Yes. What, how would we, how do we do secrets? Like, so do we make a, as our consciousness comes into us and we get more uh, of conscious uh, computing capabilities, is it necessary to write books anymore? I mean, it's kind of so we could make a library of of all the secrets and all the uh, ding dongs that screwed with our lives and so forth through the eons. But oh, at, at this point, it's kind of entertainment, isn't it? Because we know the, the inevitable and we're going to get whatever we want. Is that is that a fair statement? That is exactly what I meant. Super secrets, no more. We can't hide anything anymore. Everything is out in the open. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too easy to see the truth in everything now. I mean, um, ownership, identity, titles. I mean, it's, it's all over, but no, that's great. Please let's do this. Okay. So in 2016, 
There was a very bright light who graced this world, who was a secret soldier. And he was, let's say, snuffed out of his body at that time. Now it's seven years later. He was taken out in July 16, 2016, seven years later, July 2023. So there's a lot of sevens there, which is very, could mean spiritual, high spiritual potential there. So Max Spears, who's very different from Max Steele. Max Steele is your friend who took out. Thanks for the reminder. That's not funny, but yeah, I got it. (laughs) It wasn't just for you. (laughs) So Max Spears was a super secret soldier, or let's just call him a secret soldier. Uh, A lot of people call them super soldiers. And there was a lot of mystery around his death. And there seems to be more to it than just a kill switch because he was basically exuding uh, things that weren't normal for that. So if we could clear up some of the mystery around his death for people, because a lot of people really love him and we honor him. And we would love to spend some time today honoring his being and what he did here for us. Yeah, uh, chills to all, all our body. Um, it's, uh, I, I feel it's necessary to start off again that when you look at um, the web pages for the people dot space, um, uh, those are um, uh, very very intense, powerful messages. And this is this is what we did. This is what we've experienced, and we're doing our best to share it with you. And Max is, uh, was no exception. Um, and so uh, it's for for the people. We're, we we want you to have information that's been vetted and let you discern it for yourself. And we feel as a collective that this is the best way to just rip the Band-Aid off and get you up to speed. And knowing full well, everything is in your power. Everything is in your power. Um to make this world whatever you want. So with that, um, it's real important as, as we talk about this topic, because this is an example of the spiritual war. And, and uh, so Max, I'll give you a little bit uh, of history there. Max was in Spears was in a different silo than I was, uh, although similar agendas. So why do you need super soldiers uh, I don't see any super wars going on here. So what do you need them for? Um, when um, when you program a human, um, you, you can have degrees of programming in you, layers. And most of us were um, abducted and or targeted from birth because uh, the technology that's here can see who uh, genetically who is going to have more capability than y- your neighbor because of the type of um, barcoding you have on your physical body and or uh, the the res- how much and or type of restriction uh, your type of genetics will will encumber the spirit from getting into the body. So someone like Max Spears had little or no restrictions. So that makes that made him very viable. And so when I, when I hear the term 
uh, secret soldier, I actually see that as um, maybe five percent of what his capabilities were, and and they used him for all sorts of things outside of that. So I'll give you one example. Um, if you can, um, most people in the Woo Woo Club are calling remote viewing what it is. Remote viewing is is a, a incomplete overview of how we re, we view another location in time and space, day, location, whatever you like to call it. So um, what Max was proficient at is bilocating, uh, much like myself. So we can be omnipresent per se. It's not, it's not a wild, it's just, it's not a, a wild gift. Uh, we all have this ability to be omnipresent in more than one place at one time and come back to the same place. Um, some evidence for you will be the Egyptian, uh, the processes the Egyptians used. Uh, they could leave their body, uh, suspend their body here and travel someplace. And in many cases, it was the Orion star system. They come and go, come and go. Uh, if you look at the legacy Star Treks, you see Jim and the boys are, are measuring consciousness on a planet and they're phasing in and phasing out. Uh, that technology is all over this planet. There's plenty of it here. So you can do it mechanically and you can do it organically. And that's what Max Spears was proficient at. So um, the secret secret soldier term is, is real. They could turn us into incredible fighting machines, but uh, they is a very big story. But um, what they really wanted was the multidimensional capability of our uh, our bilocation skills. So if I can, if I can get out of here through another vessel, that, that was their, their goal. And also to, to use vessels, uh, uh, utilizing vessels that were given to, um, some of the nefarious industrial military complexes. Um, I was one of the trainers at area 51 as an example. Um, and you had to have a certain level of skill to um, use your bilocation tools and or your envisionment, entanglement, and entrainment systems. So we've talked about it a lot, so I won't go too much in the weeds there. But in order to get in a vessel, you have to have a very high level of consciousness and, and be from your heart. Um, there's many females um, that are very... Uh, predominantly in, in that that system uh, programs, there's a lot of females, and so you can you can actually kind of look at Max as someone who had great excuse me great great care between his feminine side, his masculine side, and and he was neutral, so he could be very clean uh, in whatever programs they put him in. So Max is, uh, for the short version is Max is someone who got all his memories back after they attempted to wipe him multiple times. And so that would be the short version. But if you want me to dig deeper, um, I can. Thank you. Before he was murdered, he was, he had announced that he was going to expose an elite pedophile network. And he died very soon after. And it seemed like an extremely torturous death. So there, there was one person who is no longer on this planet either, who seemed very tied to that assassination. 
Would you like to say anything about that? Yeah, I'm not a real big fan of talking about the past, as you know, and other people. But um, here, I'll give you a clue. Everyone uh, that talks to me, how come you're still alive? And so what they realized, uh, depending on the individual, they, they can't kill us. Or we bring more value alive than than terminated. So um, what what they realized on these programs, uh, some of us, uh, if you get rid of us, we're more harm outside of here than in here because we're not we're not giving up by any means. It's not even consideration, and that's how source works. It's going to do it, and that's that. So um, when you Take out uh, Max Spears' example. That's just that, that's not them winning anything. That's just to say, hey, we're still in. We still think we're in control, and just to slap mud in my face and many others. Um, so it's 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 really it's because you live forever. It's kind of semantical to say someone is terminated. Now they have a choice, and yeah, maybe they have to start over in another body, walk into another body. Um, those, that information is going to be very common very soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, you do have it right for the most part. There was an agenda to, um, a wave of us all were getting our memories back at the same time. And so they targeted, um, a tremendous amount of us. It's kind of, it's kind of like the, uh, it's kind of like the agenda in Star Wars where they're terminating all the, uh, uh, Jedi's, or I think there's another movie, kids' movie, The Incredibles, where uh, somebody wants to kill all the Incredibles and so forth. Uh, that's that's real. That's what they're trying to do is to stifle the volume of individuals without um, well, without any hindrances DNA and or uh, beings with more light in them. So I hope that helps. Thank you and. It is always helpful to bring up that we don't want to go in the past or stay in the past. But at the same time, the past does have validity to prevent it from happening in the future. And if we all remembered our past, (laughs) it would be a lot easier here. We just want to live in the moment. So thank you for going into the past with that. I do appreciate it. All right. um, So... Give me a question, please. I might have dropped off there. Please continue. Okay. So it's very possible, for example, Max did not, he he was a teacher in Los Angeles. He was just teaching high school. He had no idea he was a secret soldier at all until his programming started to wear off. So there's quite a few people on this planet who are actually secret soldiers and they don't even know it. They might be missing time. They might wake up with bruises all over their body, or they might wake up in their car when they went to sleep in their bed, something like that. So when his memory started to come back, there was a massive attack on him um, that he did not understand until more and more memories came back. Would you like to say anything about that? Yeah. So uh, that's a, that's um, um, fairly common. It it would, it would appear if if I was going to put an age on it. So if we were all, if they all, if they got us all when we were kids, and then they just kind of manage us and see where we're at. Um, they put us in different programs. Uh, the black magicians get a hold of us usually first, and then they kind of groom us into the the industrial military project as we get older. Uh, they, the, 
it's interesting. The industrial military project wants us uh, earlier, but the black magicians actually have more control in, in many cases to, um, to um, vet, vet the ones they want to get into the system. So I've seen it go both ways, though. So that's, that's not a standard. But anyway, I would, I would put a, a good number on uh, the type of implants that are put in us uh, genetically and mechanically. Um, most of us pop through, I'd say right around mid thirties to late thirties would be a standard number in that, not to say you wouldn't have some memories before that, but it seems to me they, they, they struggle, they, they struggle at sedating us for lack of a better term for longer than three decades, at least the technology that they had then technology they have now is far more comprehensive and um you're holding it in your your hand would you like to explain what you mean by you're holding it in your hand because some people yeah so they so they groomed us they groomed us so if, if they can if they can program the best of the best presumably whatever that might mean but if i can if i can get it being programmed mechanically so they can't program us with with, a, with an iPhone, but they can program you and or that's I'm being facetious because many people understand how it works. Um, that repetition of brain patterning, they learn from us and or suppressing our, our spirit and sustain uh, thought as our primary decision making process instead of heart. So all, all of it at the end of the day was uh, concurrently with the Industrial Revolution making portals into other dimensions. Um, they wanted, they, they realized that the most effective individuals were, were spirits, uh, uh, humans. So they just keep the ones they wanted to work with and try and adapt to, which is impossible. Of course, they want to get outside of these realms and excuse me, the, uh, the, the return for them wasn't adequate enough to they're stifled basically so the return on the investment would be to make sure i get a mass population to do what i want and of course that's concurrent with your financial systems and and entitlement and and so forth so they couldn't they 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 realized basically that we can't get out of our dimension with people so we're going to use portal technology like a CERN and so forth. Then we can get some resources in here to help and support us and, and advance uh, whatever nefarious agendas they have. Anyway, the reason that most of us break out of it in the mid-30s, late-30s, I'd say, is a pretty good number, at least on the West Coast, is because... Um, this version of humans has epigenetically, genetically, if you like, has grown outside of the hindrances far past the point of no return. So I think we talked about this a couple of days ago. Was um, they ended up with um, be, they look like a cat chasing a thousand mice in a field, and so to try and get ahead of it, they they started throwing implants at us. And then if that wasn't good enough, in this case, 
they just start terminating beings. And so um, Max, in this case, was in a very similar uh, program as me, and we did have visibility to each other. And so the West Coast kids all know each other, and that's how that goes. Thank you. It sounds like there's some interference, like someone's typing in the background. Have you heard that? How about now? How are we doing now? That's better. Thank you. And thank you for sharing that. How's it going now? That's better. Thank you. And thank you for that information. So the silo that Max Spears was in, let's say his childhood, sort of abducted into Western Canada. And there was a group of boys there that were created, let's say, meaning they they came out of the womb, but there was some manipulation in terms of taking the best and strongest genes to create these most secret super kind of energy. And then they would pin those soldiers against each other to see who was their greatest offspring. Would you like to speak on that? Yeah, so there's a the depending on which program you're in, um, there's a competition for getting the one you want. Um, so I'm not going to go into great detail over this this program because it's pretty it's a lot of tough information. Um, but now you can actually see how there are silos and compartments of ownership within these programs. So um, there are silos of uh, within these programs that the other guy can't touch with endless amounts of budgets, uh, endless amount of resources. And by the way, taxpayers, you paid for it. So um, one gentleman might own um, a secret soldier program designed uh, just to do work in, let's say, another country. Um, and he would groom the individuals he'd want in this process. So um, if I need really fast people to crawl in tunnels and and terminate people who are living under underground aliens or otherwise, uh, you might you might want a certain section of folks that can do that. And what better way to test and challenge them than to compete against the best of the best, which is the same program individuals participating. Um, most of the secret soldiers, um, all we're designed to combat not only aliens, but very, very powerful humans that look like we describe as hybrids. So, um, I want to be careful with the delineation of identity regarding aliens, because obviously we need a term to call them that, but obviously not all aliens are bad. It's just most of them here are. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's the short version, but I'll go a little bit farther if you want to lead me. Thank you. So what seems impossible to most is that we take a being of great light, like Max Spears or you, and they can interfere with your light column through implants or in some cases with other people, DNA, and then they can wield them as they wish. So we have these beautiful beings from source who are on some level forced because they are no longer, 
let's say the driver of that vehicle because it's been overtaken to do things that they would never, ever, ever do. Can you help people comprehend how that actually works when you're actually source? Yeah, that's a um, uh, beautiful question. Thank you. And I've been waiting for that for a long time. Um, we are, as as a rule, if we were going to standardize our our normal state of being, we are unbelievable, passionate, loving, neutral, naive beings coming here. We don't. We we have unbelievable creative force, endless creative force that can never be stopped. Yeah, we don't know the dark until we start participating. With it. So the dark knows the light, but the light does not know the dark. Now we adapt to the situation. Uh, much of us, if you, there, there is a couple of movies that do help you that uh, might have real aliens in them, by the way. Um, one of them would be the movie, The Fifth Element. Yeah, I believe Bruce Willis was the actor in that. Um, if you look at the character that comes into the reality, the first thing she does is download all the information here. And that's basically what we do uh, when we get all the restrictions removed from our DNA. We just start sorting the information from your etheric field and or you call it the Akashic Records. That's, I'm not comfortable with that term, but we basically absorb everything in the environment. Because we're neutral before we get here, we don't, we don't have brains before we get here. We are everything, all that is. We just participate. And then as you collectively understand how things are working, in this case, why, why things work the way they do, we start accelerating our capacity to hold more light here, which is, which is, your, uh, which is your battery. All of us have this. So as we come into physicality and we hold space, we get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, that's not necessarily recognized in time. And so to get ahead of that, the bad guys will just get rid of you thinking that's going to solve it. But it doesn't because we're going to immediately jump into another body. So they're, they're just playing, again, they're just playing um, cat and mouse, and there's just way too many mice now. And so that's what you're seeing is a, a reactive solution to the inevitable, which is we're going to bring in more light to all of our bodies. Every one of us is bringing in more light all the time now. And <clears throat> that that relationship with source is been perfected so many times it's the inev it's inevitable what's going to happen there's just nothing you can do about it if we decide we're going to be here we're going to be here. that's it yet we our our power really comes from self-recognition self-awareness and that's that's been tricky for me to explain it it you know, terms like um, walking on water or turning water into wine, they're all, they're all backwards. They're tricking you with these statements. Um, the real statement would be uh, our ability to turn wine into water. We can do that right now. All of us can. Um, can I change? 
can I change my reality and go across the water? A lot of, a lot of tricksters, they, they dirtied the pond here with the propaganda through your biblical systems. But uh, although there are some truths in there, uh, for the most part, you're being hoodwinked into not knowing what your real horsepower is, and that's within yourself. Hope that helps. That was a fantastic explanation. Thank you very much. And I love that you mentioned that before we enter a body, we don't have a brain, but we know everything. So the way they corral your energy and use it for themselves is, do they specifically shut you off from your heart, which is your true director? Yeah, it's, um, I, I want to, I want to, favor channel it to the, the channel it i i would i would prefer us to delineate between our our brain controlling our process and decision making versus our 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 light our natural knowledge center for making decisions so cut it off i'm i i, I that's a fair statement um, but they still want to get some work out of you. So th- there's, there's no, don't mistaken that there is, they've given you enough DNA to be dangerous, uh, and or the lack of restrictions to be dangerous. And they know it because if they hadn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be cognitive or conscious to understand these words. So for me, the most of the geneticists that have been screwing with us, um, they made, they made a mistake. They made us a little too hot. <laughs> so for me, it's the, it's the, it's the channels they've chosen in our barcodes that relate to our DNA. So I wouldn't say they cut it off. They've just only given us compartments of, of what our real capability is. So if I was to take a, a column of light, a flashlight, maybe you could look at it that way. Um, 10% of that light coming out of the light bulb is a good relationship to what I just said to our, to our bodies and its relationship to spirit. I, I hope that helps. Very helpful as always. Thank you very much. Even if a person is not a secret soldier, the dark definitely spends a lot of energy breaking our heart and shutting us down from our heart so that we lose a lot of our power. So our power comes from our heart. Our heart holds our light, our spirit. And everything in this world is focused on getting us outside of ourselves, into our head, into school, etc. So not only do they do this with secret soldiers, they do this with every human. Yeah, I, I would like to put a number on uh, humanity. So... <clears throat> It, it's it's really tough because it's it's a constant variable, uh, especially here at the end of the ascension cycle. There's so many of us that have an unbelievable bright shining day, and the next day uh, the shit hits the fan, and um, that's a that's a really good clue to when you're using your heart and you're inspired versus I got to do this because they told me so. And I, I've made past commitments and I have to follow through with them. Um, it's, it's in most cases, 
I would, I like the number about every 10 minutes. Um, I ask if your thoughts are yours or not and where the thought came from. And if you, and if you didn't generate the thought from your heart, and so we're, so for the most part, we're thinking backwards. We're going from the brain trying to find the heart. And if we would use them, the, the true, true spirit emotions of inspiration and excitement, joy, passion, if you use those as your initiator for your choice, nothing can stop you in your day. And so that's what you want to use to sustain sustain your life um, and create synchronicity. Wonderfully said. Thank you. And that is the whole focus behind Project Review with Q. And today, Q is going to be sharing his great project, The Ocean Trek. And if people tune in, really pay attention to his passion and his excitement, because that will ignite your own. And we don't have to think about how to get out of our head. We simply need to dive into our heart with our passion. And everyone is doing that more and more all the time. And a lot of people are feeling it. Instead of that roller coaster of up and down, there's much more of those happy, shiny days. Absolutely. And with that, I feel that the mermaid is going to call in and join us pretty quick. I wonder if we have space for her today. I mean, from my experience, mermaids are kind of reckless. But what do you think? You think we should let mermaid in? We always. Of course, we always have room for the mermaid. And I'm sure everyone will be so excited to hear her voice again. Let's see if she wants to say hello. Mermaid, call in now. Hello, everyone. I don't have my bird call ready. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) <laughs> anyway i'd love to i'd love to sit but sit in on your lovely conversation and and chat so here i am hi <laughs> i think i think that was the mermaid unusually wanting to be a passive uh participant but please continue asha okay something that max is was really great at was working with words to show what they really meant and one of his beautiful quotes was we are the i magi nation of ourselves yeah um i i worked predominantly with jordan maxwell but uh, again it when when we all to, to show you how the undercover work how it looks to us having no having a joe blow identity is the undercut we we blend in uh, yet we are doing the work behind the scenes just by participating in society otherwise you don't really know where things are we're we're the dark's worst nightmare because we're working in the systems and we can bilocate within the system so as an example if you're an employee of boeing and you could bilocate to the Rocket Research Center underground there, you'd know what they're actually building there. Um, so even though you didn't work in those departments. So in linguistically, um, that was really easy for us to sniff out how we are courting and, and uh, putting magic spells on all of our systems, uh, especially uh, money and control of 
of what direction humanity is going to go just with spells. Uh, debt slavery notes, um, government, governing men, the T is the initiator for the spell. And so great care, great care went into, excuse me, great care went into this, this language and many others. So that you would, you would be basically a, a mini black magician every day you spoke. Uh, uh, in your will to get things done was the goal of this, uh, of the English language. And what here's, here's how you can draw a representation to my words. There is if you look at the legacy languages prior to 2000 years ago, and even within 2000 years, most of our communications on other planets and prior to this generation, we did our best to sing and or use our harmonics to express ourselves and make hymns. So even even 2,000 years ago, when we would go and collaborate, we would invent a story through singing. And that's the way you would rem- re- remember the information, record it, and collectively enjoy it. Um, in song, and so your language now has all these consonants, and th- those are those are designed to be the spells, the implementation. Um, um, there's so many, a lot of ways you can play with words. Uh, read them backwards, so don't shuffle the words. But if you read them backwards, you can actually see most of the alien portions of your language. Um, you're reading them backwards. And um, I'll use one real quick here. They like the word dimension because, as I've said many times, die, men, son, son, men, die. Shown men die. Die, men, shun. Shown men die. So if, what they're, when you use the word dimension, they know you're talking and expressing what dimensional realities are. And if you're teaching dimensional realities, you're not on their team. So that's an example. I hope that helps. Thank you. We're going to do an entire show on words at some point, but they like to use words that we use a lot. So for example, hello, hell, hello. You're not greeting someone with joy. You're, you're sending them to hell with that, gre- with that curse. And also, good morning. Morning. How can a morning morning for somebody how can that be good yeah yeah in in construction where we, we, we the construction projects i've participated in anyway um we always have executions yeah we're going to execute this job yeah that sounds like it's not going to go real well <laughs> <laughs> and yet we override it with our light The next saying that uh, Max Spears was really, were you going to say something about that? No, go ahead. Okay. So the other saying that Max had, and if anyone wants to follow along, they can go to forthepeople.space, go under citizen journalists, and Max Spears is listed under there. And we've got all of his 
blogs that he wrote in 2016 before he he left. So it's very worthwhile to look at those blogs. But one thing that he posted was, your cells contain the universe. Yeah, that's a good good way to to look at it. Um, Again, uh, for all the homeschoolers out there, uh, the first thing I would do with my youth um, is I'd teach him about uh, water in the ocean. And so if you can, if you can get a microscope or, or start playing with water molecules, uh, with music, light, any kind of sounds, environment, changing its state, uh, recapturing it, so you can actually see that that's a living being, a water molecule. And it has memory and so forth. Um, we can thank a lot of people for explaining that to us. Uh, that's what Max meant by that, because you're, that's all you are is water. Um, and 25% of you is minerals. So you, we, we can play with this story all we want, but at the end of the day, you're, the universe is, and or on aquatic planets like this one, is made primarily of water. You're on a water planet, so your body is going to have water on it because that's, you, you typically model, at least in mammals, you model the environment that you were born to. So as an example, you can't have, be a, a 10% water being and be on a 75% water planet. You're, you, you have to have some commonality if you be a little closer. And that also is some of the clues to why uh, the dark want our capabilities because they don't understand the technology whatsoever. They, they're, they're very, very intelligent beings, don't get me wrong, but they don't understand how we anneal to a... Uh, a, a deliverable like a, uh, 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 molecule of water or, or so forth. They can't understand multidimensional capabilities we have. In this case, we come from source and we embody, we come into a body and we make it go. Uh, they can't figure it out. So that's, that's, that's the short version there. Thank you. Very important topic because it's the source of, our true healing, our core healing is moving back into who we are so the spirit can come in and refresh our blueprint. So the light of the sun and the water in our body working together, there's many things we can do, and that's part of what Ocean Track is going to help people comprehend better. But the power of healing with water, there's so many ways to use it. and being in the ocean, I know many people who had a very dire disease, had maybe three months to live, so they went to Tahiti, walked on the beach, swam in the ocean. Within two months, they were completely healed. The sun, the ocean, being at peace. We heal ourselves. Our spirit heals us when we simply do what we love. Yeah, that's that's correct. So um the water is your living proof of of everything that is everything that ever will be um it's it's real interesting that we've ignored it and i i will definitely uh, be bringing that awareness back into um societies that never even dreamed of being on the water um as an example most sailors um they stay pretty healthy um, even if they live a maybe a little reckless life, 
um, because they sleep below the waterline typically. And so they're, they're surrounded by all that ionic energy, peace energy. Um, you float on a, an ocean swell, you can realign um, uh, paralysis. So uh, again, when people get paralyzed, uh, I suggest they get in the ocean. Mermaid has a call or no? No? Um, yeah, I just wanted to say all the times I've gone through really big, um, beautiful leaps and bounds in in my uh, journey and ascension process, it's always been when I've taken time out and spent time on the beach. Wow, that's funny, isn't it? <laughs> the mermaid. No, but, yeah, in all seriousness, that really does accelerate the process. I've seen it myself numerous times and um, my spirit's always told me exactly where to go. And at one point I went to a, a, a sacred place on the rocks in Mexico. It was, it was a vortex. I found it on my own as that's how, how it works. And I just had to be there every day and just had to keep going back, dropping everything, following my highest excitement. I was so excited to go back to that spot every day, every day, every day. And that was one of my, yeah, I mean, we go through many, but one of my periods of great growth. And um, I attribute it to the the waves, the ocean, swimming in the ocean, the dolphins and whales and turtles around me, all of it. So I just wanted to add that. Yeah. Great story. Thank you. This reminds me of a friend of mine who used to take children who were disabled out on a ship to where the dolphins used to swim regularly. And he would put them in the water and the dolphins would choose one child and surround the child with their sonics. And then when the children came back on board, that child could suddenly walk. And so the captain of this boat would say, wow, wow, look at what happened. And the child would say, what? What are you talking about? They had no memory of being unable to walk. And this goes back to what Q said about don't live in the past. When you live in the moment, in the healing, the healing stays. So it's we, when we change our frequency, our entire reality changes. And the dolphins can help us with that in the water because of their sonics that remind us of our sonics. Would you like to say something about either of you? Yeah, I've seen that with healings a lot. And I know when Q heals people, that's a big thing we've talked about. So they'll be perfectly healed. And um, it's better with children because they believe it. Um, but, yeah, often people go back to remembering that they were sick or what the illness was very soon after. And then they 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 recreate it or they strengthen it to come back. Other, other than that, if they didn't have the mind energy, they would remain healed. So that's why children are great healers yeah they they know they know what's happening they know exactly what's happening and um they don't believe it and that's it because they're so they're they're so let's say green to our our awareness here they they remember how to self-heal and so that would that would be maybe one of the standard standardizations our youth do have a lot of knowledge in them, probably up until, I, I hate to standardize a number, but 9, 10, 11, depending on what type of human you're in, um, they still ha- retain a lot of their memories if you can encourage them to write it down. Certainly, I always encourage parents to, to, to grab a notepad and keep it, 
as a as a working logbook right around the age of two and three when they start talking. Ask them where they used to live. Ask them who their mommy and daddy used to be, so forth. So hope that helps. Thank you. And that also brings up birthing. There was a gentleman in Russia who had great success with taking pregnant women and putting them in the ocean with the dolphins throughout their entire pregnancy and then birthing the child in the ocean. And those children were all, uh, I don't want to say tracked, but they were watched as they grew and their IQs were off the charts. They were very, very, very peaceful, very happy, very creative, way ahead of their time. So keeping them in the frequency that is true to them so that when they come out of the womb, it's not so traumatic. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I have such passion in encouraging women to birth in water. So, um, yeah, I've experienced that and it is just makes such a difference. It's such a miracle. Uh, I think that's how we, we definitely uh, should birth or can tr- like should try to if we can. So, yeah, I'm definitely in agreement with that. This is my show, right? <laughs> <laughs> Careful around mermaids. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's good. Um, yeah. The uh, what? What? Uh, so one of the the fun thing that is going to happen here as you get your conscious back, uh, you're not going to be able to to slow it down. It's getting faster and faster, and you're going to see the truth and everything. And, and we have a lot of tools to help us with it too. So we have gateways here now, and we can we can query. Uh, friends and family and other star systems, other galaxies, other dimensions. You can talk all over the universe right now. Um, and that's what we as a collective were struggling with, because once you are able to do that, you're going to see that, um, unfortunately, everything here was a lie, except um, the, the the legacy uh, nations our, our Native Americans, uh, they, they stayed true to their relationship with their planet. And you realize, you're going to realize real quick that there's nothing more, nothing less that you can do here to sustain life except to be in, in a constant, unbelievable, continuous improvement relationship with your planet. Nothing more, nothing less. You're on a planet. Uh, we're going to learn about some incredible travesties that uh, we may may not have access to, but it's not going to dismiss that you are living being on a planet and it's going to provide everything and anything for you. It's here for you. And so I don't want anyone to be discouraged uh, just because we're going to realize our entire life in the modern Western world was, uh, was a lie uh, of control and uh, manipulation and destruction um, it's not a problem though. We have this, we have the fortitude. We do this. We're really good at it. We grow our light in a location and we're going to make sure it's always a light planet again. And that is coming fast. Many, many people are sharing that everything looks more bright and light and the planet itself is nourishing the flowers and the trees and so it, we're seeing it. We can see it outside of ourselves. We can see it inside of ourselves. Everything is changing very, very quickly. Let's see. What would that song be? 
Oh, the Lord is good to me, and so I thank the Lord for giving me the apple seed. Is that how so that was? Cut you off sun, there. I don't know. <laughs> sun and the rain and the apple seed. The Lord is good. Now, how did we come up with a Lord over us? It's landlords. All of a sudden, there's a Lord over me. God, please save me from your followers. Is my favorite bumper sticker. Anyway, I decided to break up, break the silence, <laughs> be goofy a little bit, make sure this isn't all blood, sweat, and tears here. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that is going to come to light. God, it never gets old, that joke. Never gets old. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm just, it's just absolutely fantastic, everybody sniffing even even uh, grandma knows something's up here and us news it looks like they lied to her and she's going to put it down um yeah I mean, this is really fun we get to make whatever world we want now and uh i think it's exciting yeah we're we're going to do things differently and we're going to lose our faith in these legacy systems but you know this is so cool to just make a planet what you want as you see it, it's it's our turn. It's our turn, and that's that. How do you feel about that? Are you talking to the mermaid? No, I try not to because <laughs> really, really. <laughs> oh, I love everything you said. Everything you shared is right on, and this is going to make sense to people more and more. I'm sure it does already to many, many people. But when you start feeling Q's words in your very core, it resonates as truth. That will feel fantastic. It's quite a break breakthrough when everything he says resonates as an, a truth you already know. So I know a lot of people are there, but the more you listen to his voice and feel what he's saying, the faster this process goes. This is such a gift, especially having Q and the mermaid on here with their sonics. It's such a gift. It's the greatest gift we may have on this planet right now is these frequencies sharing themselves on BBS. So thank you both for being here. Oh, thank, uh, you. thank you. That is so awesome. <laughs> um, I, I always uh, work day in and day out at how many will, will receive us, uh, receive me um, to c- We'll get more comfortable with it as as you get more of your conscious computing installed here is um, the dedication that you've given to creating a universe, all of you, and the de- dedication we have to participate with you. There's there's no there is no, let's say, relation. There's no hierarchical relationship. We just have different aspirations, joys, passions. Um, we come into your existence, uh, in my case, I don't have the restrictions. Uh, I, not to say I didn't get tackled when I got here. It's just, we're coming from another dimension and we're funneling everything. Your, all of your information you ask is coming from you, believe it or not. So this is the way your consciousness works. Um, you know, everything, there's not one thing you don't know. Just ask yourself. Your heart will tell you. You can't. You can't deny your heart. Should I go this way? Your heart will say, "Good God, that does not feel like a good idea." Or y- y- your brain will say, 
we have to do it because mom wants us at Mother's Day. You, you've got to start playing with that is my suggestion. When you, when you let go and truly find your inner faith, all your knowledge comes back. And that's what you're seeing represent in, in myself is you all have the same abilities I have. If you just stay in neutrality through uh, your heart space. So I hope that helps. Thank you. And that's so important because in the light, there is no hierarchy. It's light is light. There's nothing better or worse anywhere in the light. And when I say we're also blessed to have these two here on BBS is because they are reminding us of the most compassionate, beautiful, kind, loving, powerful, creative aspects of ourselves. It's just reminding us of who we are because we're all magnificent. There's no hierarchy whatsoever. Yeah, that's that's correct. Um, having the privilege and um, honor to know um, relationships throughout the multitudes, multitudes of councils throughout the, the multiverse. And uh, many people are calling the Galactic Federation. Um, they would probably prefer councils because they all have their own charter and what they, they really want to help the universe in. Even, even they have minor hierarchies that are confusing to them. But it's really, it's, it's, not, it's not that big a deal to them because they realize it's based on their passion. So as an example, one, one council may be very passionate about um, uh, the fauna on multiple planets, not, not just yours, uh, millions and millions of planets. So I know Earth people really think they're special, but there's a lot of planets out there with a lot of fauna and developing planets, at least with these councils, their, their ultimate goal is to make sure there's a living tree everywhere and millions and millions of planets. Um, they're, they're the Ben Fulford of the, of the universe, if you will. They like planting trees and so forth. The animal worlds, the mammal worlds, uh, the aquatic worlds. It, there, there's just so much delineation between their inspiration. So there's not really a hierarchy. There's just, I just don't really, I'm not really into rocks. Um, I'm into, I'm into air molecules, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that, that in itself is somewhat of a hierarchy because at the end of the day, you go, which takes precedent when you're on a planet that has a living library. So you've got everything here. There's not one thing you don't have here. You've had dinosaurs here. You've had, you've had extraterrestrials from other dimensions and, You've had every technology here, and then you lost it all, and then you got it back again, and then you lost it all and brought I mean, this, this is a truly a living library. You have a dimension within your planet that's very unique to have a dimension within your planet. Uh, you've heard us talk about hollow Earth. That's their home planet. That's, this, is real, this is more their planet than it is ours. Um, in many cases, when you look at tenure, if you're going to talk about genetics – but you're just never going to get away from the fact that the light doesn't have ownership and identity and title. And it's not anybody's it's everyone's it's everything. Every, everything is everyone's. And that's, that's, that's the, what we all will enjoy very soon. There, there isn't I, me or you, you can't tell me what I am, where I am or how I am will be the golden rule soon. 
What do you think? No one thinks here. <laughs> damn, damn it. I thought I'd get her. I thought I'd get her. Turn it. Try. That's right. I almost got it. it it's uh, in one of Max's, bringing back to Max before we say goodbye to Max, um, he mentioned he was from Hollow Earth. Does that resonate with you? Yeah, so uh, his relationships were very vast. So I do, I do not give uh, identity. I do, I do not endorse any one identity just because you had tenure there. But it is a true statement. Correct. He also talked about uh, being on Orion. So maybe. You were- yeah. So, uh, again, I, I, I like the idea of your first incarnation in this universe as maybe your beginning identity, but it doesn't have any weight. A lot of people come and say, well, it's my home planet. I go, who cares? You've been on a million of them. So which one? Well, uh, I know that I'm very passionate about many uh, uh, planets in the Octarian region. Um, I was a big fan of bringing um, the Octarian box here uh, with others. And the gateways that are giving you the Q posts and or the co- collective consciousness gateways, if you like to call it that, whatever, it's just just a gateway. It's just like a satellite bouncing signals back and forth to you. Nothing fantastic here. Um, but I wouldn't say that's my that's not my home planet. It's not where I reside. You know, it it's semantical, I suppose. If you've been to a billion, billion planets like you all have it's really not important which one is your home planet. Uh, maybe it's a fun history lesson, but uh, I assure you, you're right here right now, and this is your planet now. So have fun with it. That's, of course, all very true, and thank you for sharing that. And during an ascension cycle, a lot of beings do go back to their home planet because beings on that planet were all, let's say, created at the same time, which isn't accurate, but there's a frequency that we share that feels really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. It's kind of like a comfy shoe. Um, I want, there, there's really no thought when you go through the ascension cycle, it's just instantaneous. Um, again, it's, if you can use water, how does water flow? However it wants to, you can't stop the way water is going to flow. That's what you are. Uh, so, uh, recalibrating reconfiguring to your legacy initial location is very easy for you to do because it's like second nature um and maybe you then get inspired to say i i want to go help those guys on earth again i'm going to go back and so forth so it's a long very long story it's it's uh uh infinity story actually <laughs> and and we'll never we'll never be able to finish the story because we're never going to finish the story that's the beauty of us what do you think about that i don't think <laughs> Damn. Almost Almost osho used to say the greater the truth the greater the dichotomy so the more we tell the truth the more avenues to talk about different aspects of that truth and when you're talking about how there are home planets, but they might be significant, they may not be, it brings up possibly the confusion over twin flames. And because everyone thinks, oh, no, I'm nothing without my twin flame. But the twin flame is just another part of you experiencing somewhere else. And 
it, it's not you don't need your twin flame to be whole but we used to be able to be in continual communication with our twin flame where oh i'm over here in andromeda and oh i'm over here on earth but of course that was disconnected and that's where a lot of the loneliness comes from but we we don't need anything outside of ourselves we have everything within us it's certainly really really fun to go play with the twin flame and find out what they experienced but everything we need is inside of us now well um those are great words thanks but uh, once i get a hold of magenta pixie i'm going to let her know that uh twin flames aren't all they're uh shaped up to be if you ask me so be careful what you ask for when you're hanging out with your twin flame because you're gonna you're gonna get your mirror right back in your face <laughs> that, that's all i'm gonna say in this version of humans the twin flame might be a little overrated they got your number do, a mermaid do you know anything about that oh yeah you, well you can't hide um no i think it's uh, it's it's a definitely a magical thing, but um, it's not it's not something yeah like Asha said something that we need to search for because actually Magenta explains it beautifully too and the nine that um that your twin flame can be it's many perspectives it can also be yourself and your hi- your higher self and your earth self is an example and also it is another being as well. I know that about. I think um, only in the last 10 years it's been possible to find your twin flame, I think, as the planet has risen in frequency since 2012. There was like an anomaly put upon, put upon it by the dark, of course, because they don't, they don't want twin flames finding each other because such a high frequency of love is not what they wanted here. But um, now it is possible, so that's interesting as well. Yeah, it, it's uh, outstanding. Uh, it is uh, my flip statement. Uh, I have a lot of respect and time for people who who vet that that information. So don't let me be disingenuous to that 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 the topic. But um, we, as a standard, we would prefer to go out in teams, especially knowing at least at least with the plan of coming here as an example, we would prefer to come in teams. And so um, some of the, some of the writers like a Dolores Cannon, some of that information is correct. Uh, Waves of volunteers. uh, Don't know about that, but you know, they're not, it's not necessarily a volunteer. It's a desire. It's an inspiration. It's a, it's a great goal, whatever. Um, So typically you go with your partner so that you have a little bit of help and support. And here they did a really good job that you have to work a fairly hard to find that in, in a very, very muddy barrel because we don't have a lot of our capabilities in this type of genetics. Um, and so the more you work with your heart, you will find them. Um, so great encouragement. Um, if you can just slow things down and feel your relationships Instead of listen to your head, um, I I would expect a lot of people are going through a lot of uh, relationship changes now because they realize that the decision they made to be in a relationship was not based on the heart in the beginning. Although they thought that was love, there is a richer, deeper capability within all of us. I hope that helps. Thank you. And so well said. So, of course, it is much more fun to come here together and find each other 
And yet we're taught the wrong way to do that. Not the wrong way, but maybe the harder way to do that, which is let's search outside for the person who <laughs> makes us feel whole. And the way to really find those beings that resonate with you is, of course, to move inside and grow your light so that you can feel and sense who is of resonance with you, who, who's, let's say the word safe, even though when we're in, when we're full of our light, we are safe. But always move inside. The more you move inside, the more you grow your light, the more you're going to surround yourself very easily and effortlessly with those beings that are compatible with you, that will support you, that will do everything they can for you, because they love to do that, because you love yourself and because you are a light just like them. So there's an equality more so when we work on ourselves and grow our light. It's a, it's a, a gift that we give to those beings that came here to play with us. Yes, I agree. It's um, endless, endless, uh, fascinating topic. Um, uh, we uh, we will remind ourselves the propaganda here is not just at the banking level. The the dogma of of our religions is not 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 the only dogma here. Um, <laughs> it's it's quite a story how the dark has misled us on and what is what where all of all of your education systems are misinformation uh everything is misdirection uh measurement is is inaccurate here there's no way to measure anything based on the tools you have accurately because it's unlimited um there there's no limitation to unlimitedness right so uh you're creating your reality that in and um i know it's it's going to be tough information one day when you know the neighbors realize that there's nothing behind the door until you open it um but i feel we're doing well because there's so many of us that do understand that we are gods and goddesses um it's an endless story of, of of our awakening process forgive me to all the spiritual teachers out there um, every one of us is, is a God and it's up to us to go within and figure it out for ourselves. And so the, the spiritual, uh, spiritual teachers out there that are telling everybody to use your, your head to figure out things. Um, sorry, that's not, you're not going to get anywhere. So I hope that helps. Fantastic. Thank you very, very much. And along that line, it's we're going to do a little gentle awakening here today by presenting some things that all the great lights through history have what they've expressed and how it's always been exactly what we've been talking about from all over everywhere in the world every location anyone of light that blessed that place has said exactly the same thing so we're going to go over some of what they said to instead of talking about what not to do, we're going to talk about what works. So I would like to start with a quote from Buddha. Peace comes from within. Do not seek it without. Would what does like that mean? What does that mean to you? That's where it lives. It lives inside of you. You're not going to find it outside. Everything outside yourself is outside yourself. 
I don't care if it's it's a pill, a, a belief, a story. Uh, everything outside yourself is outside yourself. It, it doesn't really matter. Um, it, you, you're, you're, we, we will get great, great comfort in that eventually. It is home. That is your heart. It's home. Um, the emotions that you experience in a day are not yours. They're outside yourself. You had to react to something to get emotional drama, as an example. Something had to happen to you. You remembered it, and then you sustained the emotion. Um, any emotion that isn't from the heart looks a lot like this. Um, fear, guilt, greed, lust, all of them are not from you. They're from the brain. Um, I can't do it. I'm not sure I'm going to do it because the last time I did it that way, it didn't work. Um, I, I can't do it because I can't do it because I can't do it is not from you. That is your head. Your, your body was designed to be a massive transmitter and receiver. Everyone on this planet is shockingly psychic. And we are inevitably and continuously, it would appear until now, we assume, uh, courting each other. Your, all your relationships, when someone thinks about you, you're actually getting it right now. So I, everything's changed here. I can send you a thought and you can get it. Everyone can do that to each other. And if it's not a positive thought, think about what that does to you. You record it. You're a massive epigenetic recording system. And it's easily solved, easily erased. So you never have to feel that way again. And that is just go within. That's it. Thank you. And just a quick reminder, going within is following your highest excitement. And that could be, I want to sleep right now. I want to go to the beach right now. I want to call my dear friend right now. It's, it's nothing to figure out. It's just, what do you feel like doing? That's going to bring in more of your spirit. And the more of your spirit you have inside of you, the easier it is to simply live through that place of inspiration. Yeah, that's great. I wanted to talk about that too, just the tiny little examples of uh, we say follow your highest joy or highest inspiration. And I think people sometimes might think that means when you're making huge decisions in life and it's it's like exactly as you said, it's just every little tiny decision every day and we examine this a lot. So it's basically um, choosing a, choosing the high, choosing to live in a higher frequency or dimension or choosing to because every moment you're creating your new reality so sometimes I'll make a decision that wasn't my highest excitement but my mind was like well I really should for whatever reason and then there's all this negative synchronicity surrounding that and it's subtle but when you pay attention it's really obvious and then you realize oh I did drop to a, a lower dimension or frequency or something because of that simple choice of going to I don't know the mall instead of sitting by the lake or just relaxing at home or whatever so now I pay yeah we I, I pay great attention to the small choices and not feeling um pressured or like I have to go and do things because you don't actually have to do anything ever yeah and it, it, it is an opportunity for us to and I encourage all the writers of, amongst us to explain uh, i'm 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 reducing timelines in an explanatory posture to make it look like a ladder, and the ladder doesn't always go up <laughs> so um, the the way I see us making timelines with each other 
now is changing though, because we're starting to, we're starting to rec- recognize that, um, if I make that choice, look how many people I affect when I do that, especially gossip, especially, um, hearsay. A lot of, so the text messages, the emails, all of it is designed to sustain the past and that courting that com- comes with it. So as, a, as example, um, Project Review Q will, will predominantly be all conference calls so we can hear and feel each other and know that we understand who is on the other line. Whereas uh, if the bad guys had their way, you would text everything and suspend the past because you keep reacting to all the people you courted and or put on your timelines. Uh, that's what your court systems are for. Uh, at least in the United States of America, all uh, U.S. district courts are designed to sustain the past. You did something wrong, you owe some money, as an example. So as long as I can keep you looking backwards continuously, courting others continuously, fighting amongst yourself continuously, not being expressive, not 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 being uh, an engineer of unbelievable imagination for the future you want, Things are going pretty good for the dark guys, and I'm sorry they're not humans. So I hope that helps a little bit. Forgive me for being so frank. It's quite easy to solve. It's super easy to solve. You just live from your heart space and in a place of perfect peace and then make a decision because you're excited. It's really super simple. That's why it's so difficult. Thank you. Perfect, both of you. Thank you so much. And what stops people a lot of times is they're they're brought up to be responsible. I have to be responsible. And if you just ask your heart, that is the greatest responsibility you could hold, is what is your heart telling you to do? What is your spirit guiding you to do? That's the only thing we're really responsible to, is allowing our spirit to move through us in this life, because they will always take you to the best place you could possibly be in. Yeah, I totally agree that we're all um, very much programmed and trained to be dutiful and good, good, uh, good people. So being a good person means, um, yeah, doing all these dutiful tasks and things for others. And it's not to say suddenly be selfish and unhelpful, but there's a really fine line that people don't understand and you do get a bit of backlash when you first start following your heart because the others around you most likely won't understand it. They won't understand why you're not just saying yes and doing these, you, you know, your daily decisions for them. Um, and you start to realise, yeah, you just start to realise it's for them, not you. And there's, wa- there's, ways, there's ways around it um, and it's, it's tricky at first, but um, when people truly love you and should be in your life and they should they should respect your higher choices for yourself. So being a good person isn't a being a, I'm not a good person. What does that mean? <laughs> that's, that's where I get lost a lot of people, but I'm a really good person. I did everything for everyone. So I, I, feel I like- mean, I got on their timelines so I could be on their stuff and I got on their stuff so I could be part of their stuff or. Well, I think like in the higher frequencies, um, <laughs> if we had a, 
a higher frequency dinner party and Jan called up at the last minute and said, hey, guys, I, I know it's my party you're throwing for my birthday, but I um, I just, I'm co- it's a cold night and I just really want to stay home in my jammies and order in a pizza. I hope you guys don't mind. They'd all celebrate that. But here you'd get a thousand hate texts. You, so, <laughs> Jen, you, you, you bitch. Uh, okay. So, so, um, now even a better question is why do we have guilt over that situation? Mm, So when we don't, okay, where does the guilt come from? Well, it comes from the people at the party waiting for you to get there. And they Mm. did. So that's an example of the courting. Like, so you didn't create the emotion. Mm. The people who felt created the emotion, send it to you. And that's what's lost in translation there. So when, when, uh, when the party goers say you didn't show up, you actually got that mm-hmm. because their emotions got sent to you. Does that yeah. make sense there, Asha? Well, we could, we could also look at it as though if it's not right for you, it's not right for anyone. So if you have ever thought, okay, I've got to be somewhere at noon and you, you're running late and you, you run the red light and then you get there right at noon and they're late. They're half an hour late. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, we all have that, don't we? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, forcing the forcing the can down the road isn't going to work anymore. I, I I assume a lot of people are going through that. They they've been in their workplace for like twenty years or so, and and they're very successful, and at least in their eyes, and or definitions of success, and everybody feels they're very successful. But you start getting sick when you start making these choices now, and that's one of the reasons I I am passionate about doing this show and working with people one on one is they don't necessarily understand why things that they used to do all the time don't feel right anymore. And it's so, it's so beautiful to see people make that leap of their inner faith and they go, you know, this just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. And I don't know why it doesn't feel right, but I'm going to find something that does. And it's just really exciting to see now. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to move on to another quote from a Japanese master, Musashi. There is nothing outside of yourself that can ever enable you to get better, stronger, richer, quicker, or smarter. Everything is within. Everything exists within. Seek nothing outside of yourself. That's a samurai. Yeah, I stole that guy's work. Or did That's he steal what, yours? <laughs> no, I just stole that. I just plagiarized everything pretty much. I just thought it sounded cool. Um, there's nothing more to say, is there? It's perfect. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Your worst enemy cannot harm you as much as your thoughts. Buddha. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm get, okay, I'm getting bored now. <laughs> just kind of get... It's kind of getting redundant, isn't it, Asha? I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's so br- I I am working full time every day, all day to explain those statements. Uh, they're they're <laughs> they're uh, some of my favorite, and uh, the reason um, I work hard every day to explain those statements is I recognize the the implants that the military put on me, the industrial military complex put on me. No, not all the military is in the industrial military complex, by the way. Uh, there's silos in there. But 
the beauty of having the implants put in me and then having them removed was uh, extremely valuable for humanity because I can see how they're doing it to everybody else. And so if we can, if, if I would ask someone to uh, listen to it, to anything I say, and I'm thankful that everybody's able to take what I say and, and throw it away or, or keep it as their own knowledge, because you have all the knowledge I have, that the exercise between knowing the difference between thought generated by your, by your heart and thought being uh, reacted to from your environment, that space between those two is extremely close. And until you exercise with it, as an example, I command my spirit to take the thoughts in my head and put them in my heart. You, you now get to see it act, the, the thoughts go away. Yeah. And so once you get to exercise, wait a minute, my thoughts did go away. What now? Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, where the hell did those thoughts come from if that's not me? And so I'm continuously wanting to exercise. Okay, stop this. So when everyone says, oh, there's no such thing as aliens, there's no such thing as mine. Okay, go ahead. How about stop thinking? And they go, I can't. Uh, Inevitably, I'll always look for a way to get separation between your knowledge center, God, and your mind center, thought. And anybody that has suggestions on how to explain this in a linguistical uh, entrapment system, not to explain it, I'm all ears because you just have to do it is, is my assessment so far of practicing. And the only one I have to, to, to guarantee you some success or at least a starting point is verbally commanding your spirit to take the thoughts in your head and put them in your heart. And then you'll be able to do it without even uh, going through the exercise. You'll have no problem if you can just get a pattern of it. Most people take about 30 days plus or minus, but should be able to knock it out and, and really start watching how you, you make choices. Did, did I, do I, am I really excited to do this or do I have to do this because someone said so? Do you have a comment? Anyway. Oh, you just said everything literally that I was going to say, but I, I just wanted to say literally um, often, often when somebody's um, trying to fall asleep or early in the morning, trying to fall back asleep, things like that. Um, and it's always the same thought patterning. I want people to really um, take notice of when thoughts come into your head that you don't like and you're laying in bed. It could be at any time, but I find a lot of people say in bed, um, uh, that they don't want, they don't want to think about. So, and so it'll be a programmed thing. And a lot of people, it could be, it's, you know, money or fear, fear for the future and survival. There's many, but that's usually a really strong, easy program that the dark like to use on us. Um, you just instantly th- remember that that's not you. That's not coming from your heart. And yeah, the, the solution would be to say the command. I you know three times and uh, watch them just dissolve and disappear and you'll just sink back into your heart and peace and then you know that didn't come from me that came from it's just yeah as Q says an antenna being they're putting these uh, programs and they're individual to each person which people find hard to believe but every single person is being sent thoughts like Trent can you explain that better because I'm not good at explaining it I just know it. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're you're a mer mer person. Sorry, Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's it's actually a is it, it is an accurate statement um the the genetic manipulation here was designed around so much much like uh, the sonar of a dolphin a porpoise we're we're much like notice a lot of people look have, have a, a a big frontal lobe and and uh with that uh, the genetic engineers will call them will be nice to them today um, this is they they've they've got a couple tricks and one of them is uh, a barcoding system that complements the type of DNA you have and um, there was lots of sequencing um, to do that there's lots of reasons for it. it's an endless story uh, changing bloodlines to compartmentalize uh, the vessel you might want and keep the others in, uh, in a compartment that they can't get out of that. That's part of the goal. All of us can, can break free of it, but yeah, that was the, the short version would be there. The barcodes on most of us, which can be removed very easily, a little bit of work, but, uh, I guess that wouldn't be easy if it's a little bit of work. Okay. So it's not, it's, you just have to know that it exists and, um, we're in great hands now because of where we're at um, with ourselves. We're, we're really way past the point of no return. So a lot of this stuff is being dissolved very quickly because we're just not going to stand for it. But yeah, essentially a lot of us have our own radio frequency, IP address, if you like, and uh, we mimic a computer. Uh, You can call me up uh, at least that's what we are made aware of in all the programs, and that's why my implants were uh, specific to special forces, and that's why I could talk to somebody through my head, at, just like I'm talking to you right now. So if that helps. Thank you for clarifying the barcodes. It's a very, very important topic. And for those who don't fully comprehend what that is, they they can put I guess you could say frequencies. It's not really like a barcode you'd see at the supermarket, but when they put a frequency on you, for example, after the last ascension, they put a, what Ron Amatron used to say, a 2000 year barcode, meaning the whole 2000 years, they were going to do everything they could with that barcode to stop humanity from being able to recognize true light. So when Q and the mermaid come here, people won't realize, well, that's the true light. Whereas 99%, let's say, of the Woo Woo Club or the New Age group, they sound so great and they're so fun and they, boy, they make you feel so good, but that's false light. It's going to take you away from the ascension. So the 2,000-year barcode, if you wanted to do a command to take it off, you can also go on Creation Lightship and there's something called the 16 bundle and there's a 2,000-year barcode removal you can run that, and it's really miraculous what that does. So taking off the barcodes is very important. There's death barcodes. They put barcodes on us to make sure we die. You can take those off. They put barcodes on us to make sure that we're with like an ascension barcode so we can't make the, the ascension. So as Q and the Mermaid said, this is all going away. But if you're interested and excited to remove them right now, you can do that. And Q, would you like to give us uh, a command that could possibly help us along with that? Yeah, you betcha. And of course, and of course, you got two of courses over here. So um, beautifully said. Um, yeah, so all it is, it's not to be scared of anything. It's just a mapping system. They're, they're, it's just a tracking. So when you go 
to the doctor and they want to, you know, you want, you want to start playing with your DNA. We need to record it. it that that complements the NATO and the barcodes are one of the same. So the NATO charts, um, and it's super easy and it goes like this. We command prime creation. We command prime creation to heal and balance us now. Command prime creation to remove anything in us that is not authentically us now. We command prime creation. We command our spirit to remove anything in us that is not authentically us. Five, four, three, two, one, now. And so, and that should feel pretty good for everybody that's listening. Um, d- do that. If you feel like you're getting screwed with, try, try that. Um, and then feel the degree of information you get and you, a source will tell you. So uh, another one to maybe help with this when it gets a little tricky when you start um, playing with your natural abilities, trusting it is really what I'm encouraging everybody to do is just, just start working with it and you're going to get a lot of information and it's going to tell you what you need. And that is source, God. It's going to tell you what you need through your heart. Doesn't come in words. If it's in words, that's your brain. It comes in very large volumes of information that you have to translate into um, information you can translate. You'll know the information, but you won't be able to say uh, translate it to describe it. That's that's pretty normal. You'll know the information in in a way that only you will be able to to understand it. And so here's here's another suggestion. When you're we're sorting things out and you're, you're working through your your personal issues and otherwise, you know, you can ask yourself what help you need, but don't direct the help. So as an example, I command my spirit to help me process information from me as an example. These, that's a lot of words. So I'm a little uncomfortable with the words I use there, but uh, I command my spirit to give me perfect knowledge now, as an example, and you will get it. So whatever was missing from uh, your ability to transfer information, it will be resolved uh, real quick with that that command. So I hope that helps. Fantastic. Thank you. Excellent. All these wonderful tools we have, they make life go so much better. And the mermaid was talking about doing the head to heart drop when you're in bed to clear those thoughts. And we all benefit from example. I like to share that there was a time a few years ago when I was being stalked by someone who had a shapeshifter in them. And and so if you see what's inside of some people, it's very frightening because there are, there are creatures that are sort of set on our tail to make life a little bit uncomfortable. So these things are extremely psychic. So the moment I would open my door, that person with the creature would be right there just to frighten me or to drain my energy, to make me not want to leave the house. And if I would go to a very remote place to go hiking, that person would be there before I got there. Like They're so psychic. So I started doing the head to heart drop before I ever left my house. I would do it three times, go into my heart, and allow my frequency to be outside of time. Never, ever, ever happened again. Never. So we have the power to stop any interference with changing our frequency with that command. 
Mm, that was amazing. Gave me chills and chills. I just didn't even realize it, but have had similar experiences, even with some, you know, people that pose as a friend and whatnot in the past. A similar, similar story, and I hadn't even put it together. So what you just said, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, what of um, their greatest accomplishments? I, I think we talked about this in the past. Is getting blue eyes. So when it, so some of these shapeshifters are very, uh, very proud that they uh, were able to genetically get blue eyes um, when they're um, portraying a, a human, and um, it shows you how limited they they are. They have to they have to. Uh, augment and manipulate a single body whereas you and i we can jump around to anybody we can walk into that's what a lot of people are are missing here is you can be another human at a drop whenever you want um and so that's why um they're chasing that technology that we have is they can't figure it out They, they they can just manipulate what they've made here so hope that helps Go ahead and look in the here. Here's a clip. Go look in the left eye of of Hunter Biden's eye. If you can get a good photo of of him, go ahead and look in the left eye of him and Jeff Bezos and uh, and others. I'll let you decide what's in there. There's something in there. Hope that helps. So the left eye would be where we can see someone's soul, and if there's not a soul in there, you're going to see something else, and it's it's very you can. Yeah, I'll be careful with that, I suppose. But um, I, I just want people to get savvy at, at recognizing some of the relationships are what they are. They're they're very good at their game. Um, uh, wave your hand in front of your eyes like you're making picture frames in a movie. That's where you'll see the signature of what's in there, not necessarily whether they have a spirit or not in there. Just the signature will have its identity. So for me... When I go to the grocery store, all I see is aliens. Um, but I didn't always have that ability. So when I got the rest of the implants out, yeah, I, I can see everything as an example. So a lot of us are at where I was before the implants got removed. And you could smell something. You could feel something's off. So that's a little helper. If you can favor the left eye when you're reading people through your heart, you should be able to get imagery to say, this is a real person. This is not, and so forth. We we have a lot of clones here, so you got to kind of play with it. Um, the cloning technology is pretty vast, depending on where you are in the world. Yes, and on the topic of clones, they've become very savvy to give aspects to the clones that we used to revere as a very bright light human being. For example, you know, when you're really connected to your spirit, there's a lot of light that comes out of your eyes. Now they've made clones that have super shiny eyes and blue eyes. So it's that can catch us off guard if we're just going by physical appearance. Yeah, the blue eyes was their biggest accomplishment to get get get, get an energy field in there. And of course, we're all mesmerized by that, that uh, uh, blonde haired person with blue eyes and so forth. And and or otherwise, it, it's just their little calling card. Now you should be able to. They'll, I, I'm doing everything I can to coach people because because I I uh, I want to be of help, and I don't want to be a downer on this. But we're there's quite a few folks here that they don't have anybody behind their their eyes, and I've been in three different countries this year, and and I get around a lot, and 
I, we have all the ability to help these people break through of their of their cover here, but again, it's it's up to us what kind of environment, what we what who we want to participate with. Um, they they can't hang with us. We we got this all locked up. If we we, we would favor our hearts as our decision making process. Mermaid, did you want to say something? Okay. Oh, good God. Just- <laughs> She's like eating the bear. <laughs> she wants to say something. <laughs> Just listening, it's all perfect. We're all so in tune. You both keep saying, like, I have a thought, okay, I'm going to say this next, and then either one of you say it. So I'm like, that's a good sign. It's perfect. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, that that is what is, is very common in our relationships now is you'll – you'll be finishing uh, your partner's sentences, vice versa. And uh, that's normal for us to know everything about everyone. Get comfortable with it. It makes an unbelievable, unbelievable, heavenly experience when you know everyone's intentions instantly. It's, it's such a beautiful experience. Thank you. Going along with everything that's been brought up, a lot of people are in relationships with someone who is not as highly high frequency as them or high far along as them. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he's joking. <laughs> and um, they worry about that person and they worry about their pets and they worry about what's happening. All you have to do is be you. All you have to do is live your highest excitement, do what feels right to you. And that is the absolute very, very best thing you can do for everybody. Yeah. I, uh, I just encourage everybody to um, really slow things down. done a pretty good job here as a generalization of speeding things up for no apparent reason. Uh, once we get aligned with ourselves and aligned with our planet, it, it seems that everything comes just, just comes together and um, get comfortable with the, the, the legacy um, tribal information you have, the legacy natives of all your lands, regardless of civilization it was very normal for you to live a very long time and it was very normal in the tribe that you would have a very uh, lengthy relationship with everyone in the tribe in a very meaningful way, in a very, a very uh, constructive way, a very respectful way. So if you did live 500 years, did you keep a partner because they're your light being? Yeah, I, I suppose you could say that. But many of the tribes knew how to understand relationships and that people decide to grow and change and experience another uh, element of themselves. Uh, how can you fault that? That would be true love to allow your partner to, to want to explore themselves in a different way, a different location. Maybe they want to go to a different tribe. Um, that is true love is to say, I love you so much. I want you to do what it makes you happy. What makes you excitement? What is, whatever it is, it's yours, not mine. That is that is the true love that uh, I I encourage everybody to find. Yeah, that's. I mean, the word unconditional love has been very confused here. So, um, unconditional love would be love with no conditions. Now, wouldn't it? <laughs> 
I don't think many people are understanding that. I love you unconditionally, but so you don't love me. If you go to you that, love, if you no, go to no, that party no. without me, I'll be so mad at you, or <laughs> whatever it might be. <laughs> One day I'm going to find my twin flame. One day. <laughs> oh dear. All right, that's that's enough. That's enough. Jack, jackass out of myself as usual. Okay. Um, yeah, this is really fun. I, I love the topic of relationships. Um, it, you know, I, I'll quote Lucia Nicole Evans every chance I get. She's a master at it. Um, and she'll tell you straight up. She, she, she's got your number. You just give her five minutes. She will show you what real love is in any aspect of yourself, through yourself. And I'll put words in her mouth right now. The first thing she's going to ask you is, do you love yourself? Because the first thing she's going to vet, she's going to say, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to have someone love you? It's just not possible. You have to be in perfect, perfect you, Ville, or you ain't going to find you. So hope that helps everybody. A lot of people still don't know what the unconditional love would feel like. Uh, perhaps they didn't have a mommy that was unconditionally loving to them. But that's, if you can imagine a mommy who, no matter what you do, you are perfect. That's how we want to see ourselves. And mm. anything that is not perfect to us, it's because our mind is telling us and our mind is not us. Yeah. Well, we got another show coming up, don't we, Asha? I think, I think we should probably cut out a little early today so we can go get a piece of toast or something. What do you think? Sounds great. All right, Don. I was a privilege and an honor to do this with you. I can't wait to hear more from you. Your your questions are um, shockingly on point, scarily on point. Do you feel like we got some information out to people today? Are you speaking to Don? Yeah. No, no to you, dear one. Oh, to me. Do you feel like we got some good information out today? It, you know, three is a charm. It was so beautiful to have the roommate join us. It just sparked everything up, didn't it? I was going to say so much fun talking with both of you. Love that. It was great. My love to all the listeners. Um, can't wait to do this again. And with that, Asha, I will say goodbye. And I'll see you on the other side in about a few minutes. And thank you, everybody. We feel Thank you. Thank you. So great fun. Bye. 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 Bye.